0: Thank you so much for joining The Broken Road to Mental Health in Life and in Business. I am your host, Sharon Feckety, the author of The Broken Road to Mental Health in Life and in Business. I hope you will go on Amazon and purchase the book or download it on Audible and listen to the book so you can get some more insight as to why I decided to start this podcast show a few years ago and continue the conversation. You're going to hear from professionals. You're going to hear from people with lived experience those that struggle with anxiety depression suicidal ideation uh you're going to listen to people that have recovered Uh, You're going to hear resources about how you can navigate through this broken road to mental health and life in a business. And you will certainly be hearing me talk about the importance of having this discussion in business today. That is what I speak about at conferences, and I hope that you will take it seriously. We need to speak more about mental health in the workplace. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Please be sure to tell somebody you know that might be struggling to subscribe, to listen, to watch and share it with others. You are not alone on this broken road to mental health. Hi, everybody. So excited to have this conversation. And I had to hit record because I think I could have talked to Linda for 19 hours, which is what I told her before I hit record. Um, Linda Mullins is just a badass woman. Let me just say that. Um, She has decided to join me on this broken road to mental health and have open conversations. Um, She owns Luxury Executive Wellness uh, inspired leadership group. I don't even, I mean, <laughs> the way that we even got connected is amazing through LinkedIn, yeah. which I'm sure we'll get to eventually, but it is um, a pleasure to have this conversation today. So uh, Linda, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Sharon. I'm so excited to be here and love talking with you already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I had to hit record. I'm like, no, we're giving <laughs> too many <laughs> numbers. the good out. stuff. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> So, I had asked Linda before I hit Report if she wouldn't mind to just kind of get into the the personal side of, of where it is all led to to start from the story because you know that's what we're here to do. We're here to share stories and and help other people not feel so alone, and that you too can um overcome adversity and become a badass like Linda. so Linda, can <laughs> you tell us a little bit of the background. Absolutely.
1: Thank you. Yeah. And you know what? I think there's a badass inside of all of us, right? I just, I think we just, uh, we, we mask it or stuff it down for so long. So th- the beginning of this story, I'm going to start in 07, but it really started back when I was a kid with all the trauma and the abuse and stuff like that, right? But I'm an overcomer, like many of the audience, I'm sure. And I overcame a lot of abuse alcohol in the family, um, mental health issues with my mom. So she didn't raise me, all kinds of stuff. And so, um, but fast forward to uh, chasing the money for career. I was in sales and earned good incomes and was with a brilliant company, one of the best companies I work for in the country. And um, during that tenure there, which was almost six years, I was traveling 100% of the time And I gained a hundred pounds over five years. And a lot of times when I do my speaking or tell my story, I connect the hundred pound weight gain with my work. Mm -hmm. And yes, it happened during that time. I stopped my supplements. I wasn't working out as much, all that stuff. I started drinking and eating late at night. But it really was my inability to manage the stressors, right? Mm-hmm. But it did happen during work. And I was completely burnt out. I left this wonderful company, took a sabbatical, still still kept the 100 pounds on. Yeah. And then I finally, um, in 07, I decided to quit my lucrative position that I had, uh, go to six weeks of boot camp, paid 21 grand. And I worked out six hours a day. Woof. And I know. <laughs> Right, it. But it was it was good because I'm athletic anyways, and I ran track and swam when I was a kid uh, competitively. But what they didn't have, I knew when I left, I was grateful to go, mm-hmm. and it helped. It was the catalyst that helped change the trajectory of my life. Right. Mm-hmm. So from that six week immersive experience, I became a fan of immersive experiences, and only a few months later, I already knew when I was there, I can do this better. Not from arrogance. But we needed the mental health piece. Mm. Uh, I'd gone to a bariatric surgery consult before in Lauderdale before I left. And it's like, wait. And they, you know, they have the mental health counselors and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't want that. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that for people who choose that. I just, I wanted to get my own butt kicked. And I knew I could do this. And I had overcome so much of my life that mm. I needed this. So when I opened up, I, the psychologist was the first hire. Mm. Yeah, I got Great fitness trainers and doctors, and um, it wasn't doctors, but it was nutritionists. And then we partnered with a couple of doctors and USF Health to to do some pre work when the clients came because you could stay a month at a time. Well, anyhow, so that was Core Fitness Solution. It was on Madeira Beach, and I um, had a blessed time there of helping people change their lives like I had done. And I ultimately over the first year and a half or so lost, um, almost hundred pounds and began racing and running and stuff like that. But dial back to the, it was, it was the burnout and the chasing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we all choose a, dr- often choose a drug mm-hmm. and it could be work could be in all, many different forms, right? Yeah. You know, it, it could be anything. And I say they're mm-hmm. all the same. It's sex, it's um shopping it's wine it's self-medication with wine or self-medication with food is what twinkies are people even eating twinkies anymore (laughs) i know some people are it thinks it depends i think it depends on the region of the country (laughs) (laughs) but so anyhow that was that was where this was born and then i went back to corporate and i was you know i'm like i need to make some dough after i sold my company um And I'm like, you know what? I'm going back and I'm going to go and I'm going to make some money, blah, blah, blah. Do what I know best, right? Oh my God. So I went with a publicly traded company, very hard driving business. And I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? Right? It was just, I was so unhappy. And so keep in mind, the privately held fabulous company to work for and the publicly traded huge company with even more pressures. They're all pressure. But with more pressures, I was like, I don't want this. Mm-hmm. And, but the reality was I was the, the, I was the root cause, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't in the place I was supposed to be. And I know that now. And so there's nothing wrong with making a good living. I love it. Yeah. But, um, but I had been in the wellness space for almost 10 years. And I, uh, so anyhow, uh, I recreated uh, the uh, integrative wellness retreat model. And mm-hmm. I think back then in 07, I was a forerunner. But and forerunner.
0: now,
1: right. Right. Yeah. It was me and the biggest loser, I think. And they came after me. <laughs> so um, but now we have a team of doctors, psychologists, and all that. And anyhow, I just I love helping people get over their past, deal with some trauma, and get to those root causes. And I just I love doing it and I do it for corporations and individuals.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. It's so fascinating to know that you were um so early to to bring this on and now here we are you know coming out of this pandemic although i know many right now that have the uh covid-19 or as i like to call it um <laughs> it is it's been extreme for all of us and i think that having conversations surrounding trauma burnout um, mental health in the workplace is so important today because, um, I mean, there's a diagnosis code now for burnout, which, you know, that's 2019, that was before the pandemic. You know, what are they they gonna do next, you know? Um, Trauma, is there gonna be a trauma code? Because I feel like it's never spoken about enough. So I love that you have incorporated this into the business sector. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about what that looks like for um, executives that want to take their team and have like a renewal? Yeah, it's it's
1: so cool. I'm so excited because, like you said, in 19 it became a ICD 11 code, right? A, a diagnosed, just like heart disease. And um, I was trying to raise awareness that we needed mental health and overall wellness in the workplace more different from the smoking cessation and the walk motives or motivations or whatever they do in HR. There's nothing wrong with what they do. Just there's now there's a deeper need and for all five generations, we're in 5G in the workplace, right? There's five generations. Everybody's got some level of burnout. So uh, my most recent corporate retreat uh, was five executives. They were in the uh, uh, ad tech marketing tech company out of Ohio or yeah, Missouri, sorry. And uh, he was forward thinking enough, he, the CEO, to bring down his five executives and want, he found luxury executive wellness online, and he wanted to be in Dallas, so that worked out well for me. Um, We incorporated not only life-changing breathwork instruction, uh, we incorporated individual sessions with a energy frequency psychologist where so she's uh, an integrative doctor mm. but she heals from you know from the inside out like we're supposed to right addressing the root causes so each executive had one session with her each executive had a group session with the breath work and we also had some constructive conversations and my discussion which is my thing right in keynote speaking and workshops is burnout Vanishing burnout, tackling burnout, however you want to say. So we talked about that and, and we talked about really connecting mm-hmm. with each other because let's face it, whether you're in the medical industry, tech companies, or just regular, regular jobs, anywhere, retail, there's stressors everywhere. And most of us are just very task oriented and we're transactional. Yeah. So many of us communicate, but few connect. So we we discussed few deeper connections and we did some critical conversations. And then at the end, I swear to you, 72 hours later, they were hugging and mm. they were crying around the fire pit. I'm like, yes, I'm the white Oprah. I did it. You know? Right. So, but so we they had good conversations. But what what allowed the unfolding of that deeper bonding um and creates more personable experiences for a team was the fact that we enabled them to release some of the angst and stress and trauma that they almost, none of them were in counseling of any kind. And that was the case when I owned my last company too, almost nobody was in counseling. Now we got a lot more people in counseling, but anyhow, so the retreats run from whatever. It could be three people to 300 people. I'm dealing with a huge tech company. Now we're going to do 90 people in their sales component, and um, they specifically want health and wellness for team building, and that's what we do, so it's different from going to Vegas and getting wasted,
0: sorry, Uh, you know, the sales
1: conferences we used to have in the olden days.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what it all looks like still to this day, you know, like happy hour, and it's so funny because I've I've hosted many events for my physician clients, and you know, my, my joke is always, when they say, all right, so we're going to, you know, we'll do a lunch and learn, and and we'll bring in some, I don't know, some manicotti, and we'll, we'll get some soda, and I'm like, we're actually not going to do anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> get nothing done but carb overload.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you want everybody to sleep for the rest of the afternoon, um, you know, so there's so much to being well, you know, being well, uh, you know, I've heard about in the Global Wellness Institute, and how the wellness industry is a $4 trillion industry, but then I had lunch with Don Ardell the other day, and and he's always combating what, you know, wellness is is so much more. We talked about spirituality before we even hit record today, and um, it's an inside-out job you know, it's uh, about finding our happiness, about connections. There's a great book that I always talk about. It's called Lost Connections by mm. Johan Hari. And it's really this, you know, discussion about how over medicated our population is today. And, and we're always looking for that quick fix yeah. to really get well. It takes time, it <laughs> Girl. Is, right? And intentionality, right? Yes. And maybe even years. Let me ask you, what was it like? I want to paint the picture of what it was like for these executives when they first came. Were they close to it? I mean, did you I know that you watched at the end how they were crying? We all want an Oprah moment for yeah. these people, especially <laughs> the men. But what was it like when they came to the space?
1: Well, it's interesting. So we were at a luxury hotel in Dallas, and um, we knew it was only three days and two nights. Was it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? No, it was it was three nights, but when they came, everybody's a little stiff. They're all stressed out, right? I mean, it's a high burnout industry, apparently. I mean, I guess I, whatever, I just never knew um, that ad agencies and Martex and all that, but they were a little more stiff. And the first night we didn't have the fancy dinner, but the second night we had the fancy dinner. And, you know, when they do that private dining room and all that, and so I have a picture of them from that. I had a professional photographer there and we have the, you know, the, they're kind of straight up. And they had some sessions already, but they had not had the psychology sessions. Mm. And so um, once they had breathwork and um, the mental health uh, coaching, the last night, I'm telling you, it was all different people. There were five different humans all different, different. And they were hugging by the fireplace and all that good stuff. And it was just, they loved each other before. Right. But they were also locked up. And I can tell you on the golf course, I got to play golf on the golf course with the CEO the last day. Um, he said, you know what, uh, it was, it was so worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just for least even just one of the executives to come away like that, but all five of them to have that, you know, it was, a job well done is what he was. And he was so excited. And um, so I I love seeing the transformation and to your point though, it's not drive through wellness, but here's the thing. If we just take a minute Mm. or a couple of days, it's amazing. Like I I go to the beach for a day and I'm like, that's therapy for a year for me almost, you know, it's therapeutic, but when we intentionally go take care of ourselves, whether it's an hour two hours, honor ourself, whatever. And when you have a company owner that does that, or an executive that is, has the foresight to see, oh my God, I got to do something for my team. This was forward thinking executives. And they, uh, I just, I love the transformation, but now they've, they've been, the awareness has been raised, right? What's really going on in my life. And have I been really not prioritizing the things that keep me happy and keep me well because we can manage the stress and the burnout and we can be more effective so um and we can set more boundaries don't get me wrong every company wants the new slogan for everything and mine was publicly traded five seven years ago that i was with do more with less really that was on our intranet every day oh my god you're cutting employees but we got to do more work right so many companies are like that now so anyhow I just think it 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 raises the awareness. It gets them some respite and some renewal.
0: Mm. And
1: then if they want any of them, we continue on virtually with any of the coaching sessions or any of the psychology sessions to just get them on the track to becoming who they really want to be and being the best person for themselves or family and their work. Because it's only really one life, right?
0: Totally. And you said uh, when we were off camera before that, Um, You know, it really does start with the leaders, you know, and, and it's, it's true in my own life. I had a, the vice president of the medical company I was director of operations for many years ago in my twenties. I mean, she, even to this day, I mean, I started using organic products because of her like just her her shampoo and she started introducing me to all of this and she was a runner and she used to see an acupuncturist and we used to make fun of her of course in the beginning because if if she felt sick she would like I don't know eat tree bark I mean I'm exaggerating and kidding that's what it was like right and she always looked for all of these uh she believed in science and And alternatives, just like I do. That's why I love the integrative medicine model, because I I do believe it's different for everybody. Just like you said, Linda, we can go to the beach. We can take a walk in nature. You know, it doesn't have to be that old standard of, although I truly believe in therapy, that we have to have a therapy session every week. Community is important. All the things that you mentioned. So do you see things really starting to shift in corporate now because of what you're doing like do you find hope because I think sometimes it can it can be a little sad when we hear of these leaders that are in the media that are really making terrible decisions um about their staff and their team and there's been so many layoffs in tech and google and amazon right so what do you see out there phyllis you know honestly hope yeah to be frank yeah it's funny that's
1: the title of my book igniting hope right but um but I I'm really encouraged um a few years ago I was like nobody's really doing this why aren't they doing it right and I was in so just to let you know let the audience know I was in automotive financial services so Mm. we sell products that are intangibles right and in the when you're when anytime you're overseeing sales teams, it's always about the bottom line, right? But so I was in that industry. And so coming from that industry, that was never a consideration. I mean ever, right? It you know, it used to be, oh, you're taking your day off. Well, it's your career. You know what I mean? That, that, <laughs> that's like a motto in the industry. Now I think they've evolved a tiny bit. Um, and I'll see some of them here in Dallas um this week. There's a huge convention, but anyhow. I'm so encouraged, I really am, Tyrant, because uh, not only is my business, you know, burgeoning and expanding, but I re- I see people like Deloitte. Um, Deloitte's huge, right, and they're an industry leader. Well, they have a chief wellness officer, and usually when you see that title, uh, like I have that on my LinkedIn somewhere, right? It's the link on my LinkedIn is chief wellness officer. I called myself that for a while, but. It's really, they have a chief wellness officer. Some major insurance companies have them. Um, Salesforce, you know, they're big companies that are doing it. Um, A Google executive came to my retreat in California. She was literally transformed and dealt with trauma that she'd had for 40 years. 40. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm encouraged. And there are some large companies like that. Even those ones you mentioned with the layoffs that have some uh, mental wellness and employee well-being things in place that really are making an impact, mm-hmm. um, and the competition for employees to retain yes. and keep them engaged and reduce attrition and all that stuff. But it, so, so now I see the shift, Sharon, where it's not just we've got to provide these things that nobody uses. Which is the case, right? Mm-hmm. So most of the um, wellness benefits um, from HR, I think the depends on what study you look at, maybe 30% of the company employees use or tap into their EAP, which gives them counseling sessions or... Smoking cessation, or any of the tools and offerings that HR has. I recently did an Office Depot um, keynote on burnout, and to all their employees, uh, you know, or ran the gamut it wasn't all their employees, but ran the gamut from retailers, retail employees to corporate, and um, most of the numbers say that they're not using the resources they already have, and why is that? So if we do something more meaningful than just a Band-Aid fix. Yeah. Um, what, I, what the encouragement I see, and then I'll shut up, is the encouragement I see is that there is a real shift mm-hmm. um, with many companies, not enough, but many, where they really want their people well, mm-hmm. regardless of whether they keep them or not. We really care about you. And to your point again, it's a, it starts with the head, the head of that department, the head of the company. It starts with the leadership team to understand the value and they have to set the example. That's why oftentimes the executives come on the retreat and then what they do is say, you know what, let's do our director levels on a retreat. Let's bring your team in and do a one day workshop where we have a little fitness, a little movement, a little breath work, right? And we have some education on lifestyle medicine, integrative health so that we can sustain it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Because introducing, you know, a wellness day is just not cutting it anymore, people. So, you know, I've been asked to come in and and speak and I'm always happy to do it in corporate, whatever, but I'm always in fear of what happens when I leave. This has to be as important as your physical benefits. And I'm telling you, uh, if any employers are watching or listening, you know, if you want to attract and keep staff today, Talk about your mental health benefits. Talk about the retreats that you offer. Show them that you are inspired to keep everybody that is employed well. And that is a safe space to share openly. You know, so many leaders, I know this is true because I have it in my own life. I I know that I was a good boss after I got help many years because I, I understood that most people aren't screaming in the office because... They're mad about the situation at hand. It could be what happened at home the night before. It could be domestic abuse. It could be uh, an alcoholic parent or sister or overdose. Or somebody has not you know, gone through their trauma and gotten the right help. So if we had more leaders and bosses that understood how powerful that could be to, to get educated about how to really treat your team, man, what we could do, Linda. Right, amazing, and you know what we're
1: we we and people in our industry kind of doing similar things, not the same of course, but similar things to us, um, we are making an impact. Uh, okay. I believe it, and it, bit yeah. by bit, company by company, leader by leader, employee by employee, but there's there's hope, and I used to say there's there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and it ain't a train um it's 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 on its way, and um I believe the companies that are doing it right um, look to people like us for a genuine, um, solution, or at least part of the solution, right? But then there's got to be consistency and sustainability, which is why what we do, we will carry on with whomever, whoever they attach to, if they love the breathwork instruction and need it every day, most of the clients, by the way, whether they're private clients at the luxury retreats or whether they're corporate clients, Almost all of the clients latch on to this uh, life-changing breath work that will help change their state of being. And there's a woman in Clearwater I got to introduce you to. She's my newest team member there. Um, And she actually teaches uh, how to breathe 24-7 properly from your diaphragm to Mm -hmm. mitigate your entire health or change your entire health rather than just, okay, now I got to take a breath work and a pause and a meditation moment to manage this meeting stress or my family stress or whatever those are great tools but I love the addition of um, of Maria um, because she's gonna just blow it away even more so with our clients so
0: yeah no it's so important I'm thinking I have a friend that's here in um, Tampa Bay that does sage his name is sage of course he does breath work and it's Changing lives, and he works a lot in in corporations uh, with executives because I don't know anybody that can be more stressed out than somebody that is running a company or an entrepreneur. Um, And you really, you really need a, a whole team of wellness around you. Um, And it doesn't have to look the same everywhere. So I am a huge fan of what you're doing. I am happy to tell everybody about it. I hope that you will check out all the information about Linda's company on our show notes and get in touch. And, you know, listen, don't have a Christmas party this year, people. Guess what? They don't want to hang out with you after hours. (laughs) Make them to a luxurious hotel. (laughs) Hook them up with some serious mental wellness and those people will actually come back in the new year. (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs) I love it. Linda, thank you so much for being here and watch out for Linda to be on the Dr. Whisperer soon, because we have a lot more to talk about in terms of integrative medicine and and how that helps all of our businesses today. Thank you. That's awesome.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks. Linda.